Hey everybody, sold stay at home series, April 14, 2020, pandemic 2020, here we go again. Oh my goodness. What we're doing is we want to jump in with our team members, our crew, artists, and just see how they're handling the, the, the stay at home, the quarantine order, how they're dealing with everything. And uh, after a few interviews with artists uh, this week, uh, Stella Bello thought it would be a great idea to loop in our soldiers and see what they're doing and see how they're holding up and what we're talking about. And, uh, you know, obviously nobody stopped doing what they're doing. Uh, you just need to tweak the way you operate a little bit, what I'm learning from some artists we're speaking with. So we're very happy to have two of our soldiers here with us today. Uh, first, we have uh, our In the Spray Room co-host extraordinaire and walking street art encyclopedia, Bike Girl 24. Say hi, Audrey. Hello. Glad, Glad to have to you here. here. Too. And we also have uh, Claudia Ray as uh, the, the hands down award winner for sexiest voice ever on the podcast. And uh, you. close your eyes, people, and uh, just listen to her. That is more than enough. But uh, she's lovely to look Thank at you. as well, and uh, can't wait to talk to you guys about what's going on lately. So, uh, Biker, let's start with you. You know, ah! Yeah. Um, my ADHD self is kind of like having issues with the severe boredom. Um, I've, I've watched every Star Trek series from start to, fi from start to finish. I say that I have one more season of Voyager. Um, I, like everybody else in the entire country, I'm positive that Carol Baskin fed him to the tigers. Um, and you know, I'm just can't wait to get, oh, oh phone down. <laughs> phone down. You lost me. I'm back. I knew that was going to happen. I got to hold the thing. No problem. <laughs> See, that's what's happening. That's exactly, that explains the whole world right there in a nutshell. We're all falling off the edge of the world and we don't have. What it, you know, we're just trying to climb back up the side. Um, Bye, girl. I, I think you might be a little bit of uh, Chicken Little, but uh, you might be right this time. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're hearing sad news every day. That's hard to take. It's hard to take knowing that this is not, we don't have like a definite time when this is going to be over. Um, I just can't wait to get back out on the streets. I think everybody feels the same way. How about you, Claudia? Absolutely. I mean, one thing is for me to want to be home and to be self-quarantined because I need that self, you know, um, rejuvenating, self-renewal kind of thing. And then another thing is to be told, all right, you have to stay inside. And then it's double time that I'm staying inside. And then, it, you know, I, I need to go out as well. You know, there's, there's that need to be out in the sunshine. You know, if there's the opportunity for you to do it, I think you should. It's, it balances everything out. We've been finding a little bit of uh, solace on our front stoop. We get good sun, and uh, I actually gave myself a sunburn about two and a half weeks ago. So uh, definitely, people, get outside. Uh, you know, even just do a lap around your block. Just uh, don't touch nothing or other people. Uh, <laughs> so, bike girl. Who do you miss? Who do you wish you were out there shooting right now? Oh, gosh. Anybody at this point. That's the great thing about this is I'm not picky about the art. 
I can't wait to see what comes out of this. I can't wait to see what artists come out of it. And, you know, just we're in ring paint season. I miss my friends. I miss the people that won't necessarily be able to get here for a while. Um, Himbat in London, Ilko in the Netherlands. And a shout out to them because it's not any easier anywhere else in the world right now. Did you see and the wall that, that Ilko just mapped out? That monstrous, what was oh, it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been busy. Luckily, he's been able to work outside his home. Um, I don't know if it's hit as hard there or if they're just doing, you know, they're, they're all in self-quarantine. He's, you know, he's lucky he's got his new baby. So he's got something that's always fascinating to stare at. So there's always that too. But no, I think... more, more... Go ahead, Claudia. I was going to say that um, on your earlier point, you know, how all of us are, you know, what's going to come out of this and, you know, here's, you know, coming like artwork. We're like, you know, creating more and doing more stuff. So it's like, you know, I think um, you have time on your hands. I've been sharing the sold coloring book with my friends and encouraging them to color and, and draw. That's what, you know, they're getting into that. I now, think, let's, let's, know, let's talk about that, Claudia. I thought when I saw the first coloring book piece drop, I don't, I don't remember who it was. I think it was one of the ones that Sack Six put up or one of the ones that Muck Rock put up. I don't remember. But I just thought that was the perfect therapeutic way, not only for an artist to contribute to what's going on right now without asking for money. And the second part was it was interactive and everybody else could, could take part of it. Tell me, uh, uh, you know, uh, for, and forget about everybody home with their kids right now. I mean, who wouldn't want free street art coloring pages for their kids? I remember the book that Jeff Enrica showed me in the street art coloring book that him and a uh, hundred other artists were in. I thought that was great, but that was meant for adults. This is more fun stuff now. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's fun, right? Wall Works has coloring pages as well. That's something else that came out recently. And so I think it's, um, you know, need to take advantage of it. And here's, you know, another way to be able to, to vent and just get away from what's going on. I mean, you know, just. <laughs> now, Biker, I know that they're all, yeah. let's, let's be a little enigmatic here and let's, let's try to uh, get some eyeballs on some artists that do a good job with their merch and their 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 uh uh you know their their public facing uh sales site uh let's rattle off a couple of people that do a good job and they should go and try and spend some money with them well i was really excited recently to see that l has launched a whole line of work based on her fire extinguisher pieces so she's got some great hoodies and t-shirts and things coming out so that's all come out recently um that's the biggest one I'm excited about right now, just because she hasn't always had a lot of merchandise before. So it's really fun to see. See, in my head, the two kings of the, the merch game, and they're very different, but it was always Buff Monster and B-Low-Key. Those two guys just had endless options. Yeah, I think B-Low-Key has really killed it with merchandise. I, he, he looks at it from a different way. He looks at it as from coming from a business point of view. So he has always done his pop-ups and things like that. So the idea is he can translate into a virtual pop-up very easily. So he already has like a good base. What was that one that we were at? Uh, uh, who else was there? Hiss was there. Uh, Turtle Caps was there. Moody was there. Uh, that was a really, I think it was a Turtle Caps. Uh, that was the Turtle Caps, his Christmas market. 
that was great. wonderful. Yeah, that was a great idea. A lot of great merchandise. And it wasn't it wasn't just anyone. It was it was people that really had nice selections and, and could fill a table out. Yeah. Uh you're right. You mentioned and also I believe J Core had pieces. So it was a really nice selection. Um, I think that's the other thing that's happening is as people are trying to figure out how to go forward, we're going to see more and more inventive business ideas and more and more merchandise and more and more people getting together, not just going out on their own. And I think that's a good thing for the, for the industry as a whole. I mean, every artist now is realizing that they're not an island, that they do need have to have other people to help them survive and get through this. Well, let's talk about that. Like, what, what are some of the galleries doing out there? What is Storefront doing? What is Third Ethos doing? You know, like how do they so, even... Third Ethos, she actually launched one of her very first in, um, virtual events. It was on Sunday. Um, the guy, the man that curated the show that closed there. I mean, it opened, like, right before everything in the world closed. So the art's still hanging on the wall. He came to the gallery and he actually went around, described all the art. He actually brought the artists in through this, the, the same method we're using today. Um, they even went remotely to different places, people playing music out of their living rooms. So it was a full interactive experience, not just, hey, look, here's the inside of the gallery. All right, a little, a little live brainstorming. Claudia, what do you think about uh, if we were to reach out to some artists with their merch as part of these interviews to to show some of the the work off like like just off the top of my head the work jenna morello has been putting on instagram lately when i sit down with her i want to i want to ask her hey what's for sale can you show some of it off pretty please well one of the people that comes to my mind um in addition to artists you have spoken about is um savior you know savior had been holding weekly events at the collage and you know now he's doing um tour of my art studio so he's trying to get you know he's getting interactive as well um so i know that's happening um uh let's see i'm not too sure about anything else um but i do know that um even there's two artists that are doing a weekly live art so just to keep people in the loop just to keep the community um going and you know continue to be creative um and showing off um artwork you know, so through Zoom. So I know, I know that's been happening. Bye, girl. What do you think? Who would be good? Oh gosh, um, that's a hard one because everybody would at this point. I've seen more create. The one thing I will say is, when this is over, people are going to be better than they were, because I've seen so much more creativity lately, and people aren't just doing the same thing. We get used to seeing sometimes if you go to 10 shows in New York and you have the same artists, you end up saying, seeing sometimes even the same pieces because they just rotate them out through the shows. So what I'm seeing is that people are actually going out of what they would normally do. They're trying new mediums. They're trying new styles. And I see that as a change. So at this point, anybody would be good to see as long as we're all connected. An artist we both know that I will not name names sent me a picture today of a piece of work that he just did. It was tiny. It was six inches by nine inches, but it was a flip of something he had done in the past and just changed up the color palette on it and blew my mind. So I, I, I would never thought that that would have came out of that artist at that time that he created the original. So I think you're absolutely right. I think people are sitting there in their studios looking at what they've created, 
you know, saying, man, I wish I would have did this, man, I wish I would have did that. And I think some of the, 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 the work that we see, you know, are from those trying times. Well, and that's the other thing I think will be interesting going forward is how will art represent this? I always say, you know, we always say history is written by the victors, but truth is written by artists or shown through art. So it'll also be interesting, too, to see our collective acknowledgement of what's happened. And I think that we're going to see a lot of art representing what's happened for the next couple for years. Uh, don't want to say it, but we're all going to remember where we were and life before and life after this. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's cover the topic that nobody wants to talk about, but we lost mm -hmm. 707 this week, unfortunately. Yeah. And he was one of the happiest, smiliest, most friendly people in, in the game. Uh, I've only, I only knew him, uh, let's be legit, I only knew him probably three years. Uh, but the first time I met him, he grabbed me by the neck and we were laughing and joking in 20 seconds. And uh, I loved his energy. I loved what he was trying to do and how he was trying to make his mark in the game. And uh, I, I, speaking only personally, you know, he'll, he'll be missed. I, I yeah. totally agree with you. I totally, it saddened me to hear of his passing. Um, he was always encouraging to me, um, uplifting. I mean, what can I say? And, you know, always, um, you know, we, I sought him out in shows. He was fun, fun to speak with. And, yeah, we're going to miss that. We're going to miss that energy. And he was also the absolute, always the perfect gentleman. He's one of those people that you knew that if he was there, he had your back. Um, that's one of the things. He made you instantly feel like you were part of his family. And that if you needed him, he was going to be there for you. And, I, you know, also learning so many people he touched. You didn't, I didn't realize until just reading through how many people from all over the world this man touched. And we all felt the same way about him. He made everybody feel like you were part of his life. And very few people can do that. Um, I agree with you. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, just like reading also through the comments about how people feel about him, that was the same way, you know, fun, encouraging, uplifting. And, um, and I say that, I stress that because it's how a person made you feel, his legacy. That's, I think, um, what he's left behind, the impression. Um, and just, you know, just, um, yeah, very funny. My, my, favorite, my favorite Nick 707 story was told by Kit17 about the time that he set him on fire. Kid 17 lit his jacket on fire and he had to spend the rest of the night without a coat out in the snow or in the rain or whatever it was. It was something uh, trying and uh, it was nothing but laughs about it. I mean, they couldn't, they couldn't have just been more funny about it and, and uh, like love the experience. I think that was one of the ones we did at Moniker 2019 or was it 2018? It was 2019, we interviewed uh, Kit and uh, Easy at uh, Moniker and that, that story came up. Of course, I, my favorite story is riding the trains with him. I'm very, I feel very fortunate that I got to ride with him several times when he did his train takeovers. Um, Instafame, his, his series, uh, he was even written up in the New York Times for that at one point. It had gotten to a point where he would hide from the transit workers, but they all knew him. And no one really, you know, they just kind of smiled. Um, but 
the funniest time I ever remember riding on a train with him laughed so hard. I didn't, I couldn't breathe. We're riding the train and, and he's taking the art out and he's starting his whole spiel. He'd wait till people got on the train. He says, welcome to the moving gallery. And he'd start describing all the art like he was a docent at the freaking Met. And this little old woman was sitting in the corner on the train and she had a notebook in front of her and she was writing down um, and looking at us and giving us these really side glances. So I had to see what she was writing. And I went over and looked. She was writing down what we were all wearing, our description and everything, because she was so sure she was going to tell these guys about this man taking over the train. And all I could do is just laugh because she had literally written down the description of every one of us like wearing a blue ball cap and everything down to the extreme it was so hilarious i don't think i've ever laughed as much really it's one of the i can still remember laughing with him on the trains so much because it was always so hilarious how he interacted how some people would be so happy and so excited and then some people would kind of just like what are you doing um because he just bounded he was like a big puppy dog in the train you know, it's funny. Uh, I read the uh, the tribute today, uh, written up by the source for him, which I really appreciated. And I found it uh, interesting that they left out that, you know, they say that not everybody can wear a bucket hat like that. And I'm not sure Nick was the guy that could wear it, but he did. And uh, you could pick him out of a crowd. You could pick him out of a out of a, a show easily. Especially oh, yeah. when he had that flash on his, remember he was wearing the flash? Oh my goodness. The flashlight stood out. Well, he will definitely be missed and uh, I'm, I'm very much interested in the art that's going to come out of it and the tributes. I told Adrian that today. I said, I can't wait to see what uh, uh, <clears throat> the, the scene's going to do for him. Because even Adrian down in, in Mexico City put up a piece, Bite, did you see that? Uh, no, not yet. I just hope that someone does go through because he has a collection of every single person he ever put on the train. He has a plexi. He had a plexi in his own collection. Well, that's amazing. I hope that that stuff is, I hope that it's saved because it's invaluable. It's a piece of history and a piece of culture. And I hope it finds its place to its way to a good home where we can all enjoy it and see the, the passion he put into that project. Well, not, not for nothing, let's assume it's not going to get there. And why don't you ask a question of the right people or who might have known them and maybe you can nudge it in the right direction because that, that's something that I, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine uh, beyond the streets not being interested in for their next presentation, just a collection of those and the, the absolute who's who that he worked with on that series. Oh, absolutely, because it was every range from who people we consider just plain street artists to tacky to all the, the actual OGs. He worked with everybody. He would let anybody who wanted to, he launched careers of young artists by allowing them to do the train series. And then some of them, that was their first introduction to what it was like to actually be kind of part of that kind of, be part of a project. Absolutely, he gave me plexis to do. I have plexis. Oh, you didn't finish him? I didn't, I didn't give him to him. But he, he certainly involved me, yeah. And that was part of the, you know, in, inclusion. You know, he included everybody. And that was, um, he had me doing plexis too. So that was really fun though. I say when this is over, we take over a train in his honor. 
uh, in. Great. Sold. <laughs> Easy. You know, invite everybody and just bring the gallery show onto the train and all of us just take over a subway line for a day. Let's do it. All right, ladies. RIP Nick 707. I'm sure more to come on that for sure. But I would like to hear how you are both individually holding up with being kept indoors. Claudia, how are you dealing with I'm trying to stay positive. I am getting out when possible in the sun safely um, away from people. I am um, coloring, drawing. I am working from home as well. And I'm cooking home meals and yeah, just trying to stay busy, organizing stuff, cleaning stuff. So yeah. That's how I'm cooking. You. I'm go reverting back to my true nocturnal nature and finding that I'm usually awake now at two o'clock in the morning. Um, and I'm painting my nails a lot. Oh, let's see them. Is that like a little uh, bee's nest? Yep, little bees. Oh, it's adorable. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, did either of you guys, let's talk uh, uh, time-wasting uh, activities. Did either of you guys see um, the RZA DJ Premier battle the other night on YouTube? Nope. No, uh, I didn't. Download the, download the playlist. You will love it. I promise. I'm going to talk about this for the next week. As soon as we're done with the interview, I'm going to put it back on. It's got a hundred songs. They're just, everyone is a constant head nod. Everyone listening, look at me. I'm looking in the camera. Download that Spotify playlist. It's really good. Cool. What else are you guys listening to? Any good movies lately? Give some people some tips besides Tiger King. You watch the, <laughs> come on, let's go. Let's go Tiger King for five minutes. Oh gosh. I was, oh no, I was watching movies related to uh, viruses, like contagion, like uh, the flu, the virus. I was watching those type of movies. 12 Monkeys <laughs> is the best virus movie in my opinion. Oh, uh, now see, I can't, I can't watch those. I'm gonna like look said, for I, it. I've been doing Star Trek, waiting for the next season of Discovery. Um, Ozark. Yeah, I, the, the last scene in the last episode, I want to say I saw it coming, but I was still, I was still shocked. And that didn't say anything. The Master with Joaquin Phoenix and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Watched that last night. Ooh, all right. Of course, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the other direction. I've also been watching a lot of stupid Hallmark movies because you know they're always going to end with a kiss. Aww. You know, there's never any sad endings in the Hallmark movies. They always have happy endings. You know, now's a good time for happy endings of all <laughs> kinds. Unfortunately, my favorite show in the world just ended this week. That was Schitt's Creek, but it did end with a happy ending. And if you haven't watched it, that's one I can recommend to anybody right now. You want to binge a show that'll keep you laughing? Watch Schitt's Creek. Yeah, we got to start it, and I, I think we will. So that'll be good. Um, Thank you very much, ladies. I think we're going to wrap it here before people's attention spans start disappearing. Thank you. But, um, this has been a sold contributor check-in with Bike Girl and Claudia. Uh, so very much. happy to see you guys. I'm sure we'll do this again. And, uh, you know, stay safe out there. Don't touch anybody. Don't lick anybody. And uh, hunker down and be safe. Be healthy. Bye-bye.